Right, so this is another bin row was right extra with my three wastrels. One's, one's bowing out because we've, we've been over talk too much. Talk too much, that's right. And we're going to talk about most amazing bits of new who from the perspective of the two smaller boys because Bay was two in 2005 when it started but has a very uh, good memory of some of the things that even went on in that time. And May was... Um, Five, because you were born, you're a binary boy because you were born in 2000, weren't you? Okay, so we're just going to ask some questions, right? This is very short, so, Bay, scariest Doctor Who monster? Um, I, I think, I would say actually the Cybermen, not for the looks, but because of how powerful they could be against you. Yeah, okay, what about you then, Ray? Scariest, uh, scariest. There's a lot, I mean... One of the ones that I really didn't like, that's probably, it's probably just because I have this phobia of dolls and animatronics and Ooh. things like that, yeah. is the one where they somehow get mysteriously sucked into a life-size dollhouse, you know, yeah. the Max Smith one, and they have these really hot... Which one was the Gators one? one? Is that Fear Her? Or no, Fear Her's the scribbly one. That's, that's the, the one. Gators one. Um, the one where they get into like a dollhouse, there's loads of dolls, and if they touch you, you turn into one. Mm. Oh, we don't know what called. that's called. That, that one doesn't have a very good reputation, but I know what you mean. I just don't like you because I hate dolls yeah. so much. They're just horrible. They're almost as scary as clowns, aren't they? Night terrors. Night terrors. What about weeping angels? They're scary. Okay, They're so scary. we can, oh, because you can't like get Just away from them because they'll always be following you when you're not looking. Yeah. I still don't like the whole fact that like the weeping angel was new Statue of Liberty in New York because everyone's gonna see that all the time. Yeah. So you didn't you didn't like the the you thought that was silly, but I mean I thought the the weeping angels were brilliant in their first ever episode, which was blink. Just like if you blink, it's gonna get you. And then they should they should have just left it at that. But it was Stephen Moffat, so yeah. Marlowe is now blinking with separate eyes and saying that's the easiest way of doing it. It's like rather than blink, you just wink alternately. <laughs> and that's how not to, that's how to uh, this is how the Weeping Angels were wiped from the universe when this was this idea was so had common sense. Also yeah. that, like, silence um, are scary but you will never remember them. I think that, that was a really interesting co- um, co- uh, concept because like yeah. they've probably been in our um, society for thousands of years just we yeah. have never known because every time you look away you never knew they yeah. were there. So I you have mean, no just, idea how much they could have affected us. That's quite interesting idea is how much how much is going on in the earth. It's like there's a Ragnos spider in the middle of it. Yeah. There's a suit dragon in the moon. <laughs> um, we're completely surrounded and, infi- and infested with the silence. Yeah, there's quite a lot going on on the Water on Mars is scary. Yes, that was scary. That's another scary. But that made water scary, didn't it? That made water That's the thing that Moffat does. He takes the he takes the mundane thing. He takes shadows yeah. and he takes water and he takes stone and statues and he and he turns them into the thing you should be afraid of. You said shadows. Does that are you talking about the one where they have those Sugs in the library? Yeah, in piranhas that live in <laughs> well, that's the thing you never see them. What about the time travel? They are things that lived in like the paper. They they come out that of trees. Hold that thought. Okay, ask me again. <laughs> okay, so like the shadow ones, they're in a library, and in the like books were cut from trees on this thing, which had like this kind of creature living in them, and then they have these. Creatures that um, they move really quickly in the shadows and the dark. It's the Vashti Narada. It's the Vashti Narada. It is the it is Silent the shadows Silent. aren't shadows. 
That's the thing. So if you look, the whole thing about do, how many shadows do you have, if you look down and you've got two shadows, one of them is an actual shadow being cast by your body obscuring the light, and the other one is the Vashnarada pretending to be your shadow so that it can leap and consume you. Yeah. Stephen Moffat also made um, paintings or pictures scary. Right. By it's just a... becoming like... Oh, like, yes, in the 50th yeah. anniversary, wasn't it? Mm. No, the one with the Bagsy pictures. That. Oh, that's, no, that's Flatline. That's this. That's recent, yeah. Oh, yeah. Flatline was. I thought Flatline was a great concept. So that's pictures. So that's Bagsy pictures being being scary, other than you know, other than glib. And then they become like three D. Yeah, yeah, completely mm. unlike Bagsy pictures. Yeah. But the the I know, but not but not specifically Bagsy. No. Um, but. The, 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 just the 2D image yeah. and graffiti. Oh, that was and, good. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's, that. that's, that's been a long time with Doctor Who, isn't it? It's making everyday objects scary, like shadows, blinking, breathing. Ladders. Ladders? Yeah. We're going to make ladders scary. You might do. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be ladders are going to be made scary. Mm. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> now that we know how old you both were in 2005... In the last nine years, of all the Doctor Who you've watched, and we're not expecting you to remember every episode, no. but is there anything, an episode or a character or a moment that's really stood out to you in those nine years of watching um, Doctor Who? When the Doctor, David Tennant, beats the Doctor, which isn't the real Doctor, but it's the Doctor that pretends to be the Doctor. Oh, the Christmas special. Yeah, special. that's the yeah. one. It's with Neil Morrison yeah. playing, wasn't it? You like that one? Yeah. David Morris. I didn't like David Morris. Neil Morris. 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 I didn't like the episode that much, but I liked the other Doctor. Yeah, he was good, wasn't he? Very good. Imagine it played by Stephen Morrissey. Morrissey. Oh, God, yeah. No, he could do that, yeah. I quite like. One of the ones was where, like, Matt Smith met David Tennant. Like, you know, he threw a fez through. They had like this kind of whole whipping space thing. Yeah. It was when they were doing the thing with like, you know, Gallifrey burns no more. Yeah. That thing. I really liked that. And I really liked the fact they had all like the doctors show up to save Gallifrey from the Daleks. Yeah. And I really did like it when you got to see the Tom Baker. Yeah, fourth doctor. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's like a tire, it's like a rug, but it's more like a rug, it rips. Right. And then. And it's got wrinkles in it. And it's, yeah. It's tiny white stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you make the tiny white stuff then. I like um, how he goes. Um, I like how a lot all the doctors. I think actually, what happened? Have all the doctors been into a historic timeline? Yes. Back in time, and then to the future. Yeah. Um, and also, have the monsters always well back in time, like in the historic bits, or and no one's noticed them until the doctor comes, or when the doctor comes. The monsters are there. That's an interesting point, though. That's does the doctor? Point. I like that because does the doctor precipitate the things that are going on? Like, does people not? If the doctor didn't come, would everybody go? Oh, what do you mean, monsters? Well, if the doctor <laughs> didn't come, Vesuvius would erupt, and well, it did anyway. Didn't it? Exactly. Yeah, and Calcanus or whatever his name was, not Caecilius. Yeah. Caecilius. Like, yeah. Two things that could happen if the doctor didn't come to save us. One, um, nothing would happen. It's like the monsters don't actually really exist. And two girls screwed with it. Yeah, well, they, they did that in Turn Left, didn't they? Do you remember Turn Left? That's one where they said, well, the Dalek got the, the Doctor gets killed, 
because there's a bug that goes on the back of Donna and does something with that, and then they all end up in and the stuff and thing. I've run out. Because you can't remember the episode, it's quite difficult to explain. It's a bit where they're... Where... Right, okay then. Chris, do you do either of you remember Christopher any episodes from Christopher Eccleston? Um, the one, the, um, the children with the gas masks. That was a scary one. That was child. the empty child. That was very... I thought that was... Well, it was two part the empty child and Dr. Dancers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember the one with this really weird fat thing that somehow absorbs people by touching them. Peter Kay. That was yeah, the absorbable off that we were discussing yeah. earlier. Yeah, yeah that, that, was a, that was a low point in... Some people think, some other people. I didn't people. really find it scary, I just found it a little bit like, no. Oh, there's one not having it. where it's got a Dalek that's not a Dalek, so it's like a Frenchy Dalek. But then oh. Christopher Eccleston thinks it's um, bad, that was, yeah. so he tries to like, destroy it, but then that's notices so... that it's good. Um, that's interesting. Oh, would you... the, they have like that chained up Dalek, and Christopher Eccleston sees it, and he tries to destroy it because he still thinks it's... Really, I thought that was a really interesting one. That was a really good one. Yeah, that's the Dalek. That's the first of the, when the Daleks got introduced in the first time in you know twenty thirty years. Mm. So yeah, so you thought that it was it, that the Dalek was actually a good Dalek. Yeah, I mean it, it self destructed itself, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but that was because it like what's her face rose. Yeah, what's her face? Yeah, what's, what's her face rose? Yeah, full name. Yeah. <laughs> um, she touched the Dalek and it like burned her hand somehow. I don't know, maybe someone was blow torching it. And, yeah. it. and it absorbed and the DNA. It got emotions somehow. It's yeah. just like. And it killed emotions. itself because it didn't like having emotions. Yeah. It made it imperfect. It's like, oh no, I don't like so it. So the Dalek had, <laughs> had a big effect. Uh, the Doctor dances and um, the. Empty child had a big effect. What, what about to Davros? What happened to Davros? Did he die? Oh gosh. Oh. There's, a, there's a question. It's like oh, one just... like David Tennant, and uh, they have like this whole. Uh, yes, the um, Daleks are here. They're blowing up everything. Everything's yeah. going to hell. And then the Doctor shows up and says today, and then they have all these massive things. Like the Doctor blows up everything he, um, he literally destroys almost every Dalek mm. we think every Dalek but apparently no one's on the deck and like doesn't he they are in the TARDIS and he says Davos come with me he's like no I'm not, not coming with you because I hate you and stuff yeah. arrogance death yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but he just, you don't see him getting killed so that means he wasn't yeah. Basically. Because well, I mean, they give themselves a letter out of course to bring him back. So David Tennant, so we've done Eccleston, then it's the Dalek and Enterchild and all that kind of stuff. Any big ones from David Tennant? Before I remind you of some of the ones which I think you probably did like. I like the um, End of Time part one and two, mostly two. Yeah. That oh, that was. Is that, is that the one with the master in it? Yeah. yeah. When he's a candy bag. He's a kitty bell. <laughs> he eats peeps. He's a I baby also, bell. <laughs> I also He's like a piece of the, um, cheese. <laughs> I like the one where the master tries to take over the world by making everyone look like him. Oh yeah, that's right. That's just weird because everyone is him. Yeah. He's probably really big. He's like tormenting. Oh yeah, and then he says, "Well, if you can't make everybody me, then I'm going to make everybody Cybermen." Because it's the master. Turn it again. Keeps coming back to Earth and. Play, playing with playing with the Doctor's toys so wait, is the Master just someone who's actually just the Master loves the Doctor 
and he's fallen out with the doctor and plays with the doctor's toys without the doctor's permission. The mental patient. <laughs> That's basically what the relationship is. He comes in. I thought that he it comes was... into the doctor's house whilst he's out and rearranges everything, and then <laughs> then runs away. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like the like t- doctor. Everything the master did was just the product of his own vanity, like making everyone taking over the world, making everyone look like me. Yeah. Well, that, that that's it. He. The, the doctor, the, the the master, throughout the, the show's history, I suppose, yeah. is often really motivated by vanity. I yeah. think. Yeah, no, I think it's a good. It's a very good very astute point. Yeah, good call. Okay. Right, so we, we're left with your favourite doctor, who I know all both of you love, Matt Smith. I like Matt Smith, but I think currently Peter Capaldi is my favourite. I think he's okay. You can, you can, you can say things. You know, I'll get carried away. Matt no, go on. <laughs> go on. Tell us about Matt Smith then, okay? Oh, <laughs> he, he says his thing. I've got something to say. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, go ahead. The, the screwdriver. Yeah, about mm-hmm. screwdriver. Uh. Does it just seem to have a multi-purpose thing and adapt to new ability every single episode there is ever? Well, yeah, because <laughs> as we learn again in in oh, the finale yeah. of this, just just, just, just point and think, just right? Point and think. Oh so, God! I've got to say, in deep breath, in 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 deep breath. I'm sorry for talking over you both, uh, but in deep breath at the start of this series, when not in deep breath in um, Robot of Sherwood. Yeah. When the doctor lost his sonic screwdriver to the to the sheriff of Nottingham, yeah. I thought, brilliant, we're getting rid of the screwdriver for yeah. a series. Thank God, we need to get rid of that thing again. Because yeah. there have been times where, you know, after the, the, the doctor hasn't always had a screwdriver. Right. And it is the biggest get-out-of-jail-free. And every now and then, oh, it doesn't work on wood. That's yeah. the only time it doesn't work. It, I really want that screwdriver gone. I'm not sure. I th- yeah, I yeah, think there are some times. Exactly, yeah. Sometimes when it's basically used... Kind of a- agree with you because like it does just seem to ruin everything like it's there's no jeopardy it's it's there's no jeopardy if you have a magic it depends. no it depends it depends I mean, what it's used if it's used sorry go you know uh age of steelers that episode um i'm pretty sure at one point david Tennant he has like a bunch of sidemen in front of him and he just points out he uses it as a weapon yeah. he uses it and just kills like 15 sidemen like just one <laughs> And then escapes. Yeah, I know that is. Well, we've already established that that was a pretty crappy two parter anyway, The Age of Steel. Yeah. You know, some good bits in it. But the thing is, I know what you're saying about the Sonic Screwdriver. If it's used as this is, and in one, because there's this thing like in one jump he was free. If it's used like that, this solves the, solves the plot. Yeah, that's bad. If it's used as a shortcut, it's basically saying, look, we all know that somewhere or another I would solve this by doing this, and we're just going to shortcut it. Like, you know, like, like the thing is, like, I have to get into this building, right? You don't need to see him unwinding a spool and dynamiting something, because, like, sonic screwdriver, that gets me through the door. So that's the sonic screwdriver just as being, just, just being used to accelerate the plot. But then there's no point in having it. You could just say the building is unlocked, or you don't even need to say that. Rather than saying this door is locked, let me use my sonic screwdriver, he could just walk No, but it would be implausible for a secure building to not have that lock. Exactly. It's, it's Unless you want to imply that other people can't access the building because he has something. Yeah, that's it. So, so I'm saying, so all it all the sonic screwdriver there is just accelerating it's just so it's shortcut he gets into the building it's, and it's, so other people can't so yeah that's it but if <laughs> if it's if it's just if it's used as the solution as you say Marley then it is a lot of crap 
Yeah. What, what well, I can't think, think of one. Where is it used is in the solution? Do you think it's do you think it's fair for it to be used like that? Maybe sometimes the doctor should have like a companion that would actually be helpful. Mind my sass, do something save me. So he loses his sight screwdriver, then the companion maybe can it's good at not picking or something. Is that it's helpful? <laughs> Or a companion that can actually walk two steps without having to have the doctor drag them along with a rope. Right. I think you're being a little unfair on some... Which companions are you talking about here? Uh, just about almost everyone for, like, new doctors. Yeah. From, like, nine to so on. Yeah. Really? Well, quite a lot of them were useless most of the time. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think... I think... I think... a lot more independent... I'm not going to, I think, I've got a lot that I could say in, in response to that, but I'm going to let Cass say it for me, because I think he... I don't think they're useless at all. I think they're supposed, they're always there for something. I mean, it would be... Are they, have they done episodes with the new Doctor where it's just him on his own? No, no they haven't. They tried to. They, no, no. Also, all the companions are supposed to die. It's formula for Doctor Who. Well, really? Leave at some point. I don't leave, die, death, get go cut away. off in another universe. Oh, the, the companion. No, compa- no, com- <laughs> no companion. No companion gets to stay with the Doctor indefinitely. I think that's fair to say. Mm. To say that they all die is. We don't want them to all die. I'm pretty sure most of them are dead. Yeah, most of them are probably dead by now. Do you mean? What, <laughs> do you mean being dragged along? In some timeline. Do you mean that they're just there for the Doctor to attack? No, I think that. I think oh, you just mean that they 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 they're not willing. I think they do a lot more now than they did yeah. um, than they did in the in the classic series. I'll personally, they but, seem a lot more useful than before. Yeah. So we've discussed um, we've discussed the big memories you've had of Doctor, of Doctor Who over the last few years. We've discussed companions. Um, we've discussed monsters. I think I think it's been quite interesting. Yeah. So shall we say goodbye for another bin row extra? Goodbye. Yeah, we're done. Bye. Cheers, then. Okay, bye. Cheers. Yeah.